The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, yes, indeed. And another thing that needs minding is our language. Elon Musk's profanity-laced remarks this week did little to ingratiate himself with disgruntled advertisers. The richest man in the world may need some communications advice. And who better to give it to him than Owen Tomas McDermott, Managing Director of the Communications Clinic. Owen, you're very welcome. The um, words clearly matter. What would you do with Elon Musk? Oh, gosh, what would I do with Elon Musk? I think that's a very challenging question because the question you would have to ask Musk is, as anybody should ask, is what are you trying to achieve? And he refers to himself as a freedom of speech absolutist. But I think he has to understand, no more than all of us have to understand, that our words have consequences. And so that question of, well, are you trying to maintain uh, a business that survives? One would think he should be. But he is saying now that should the advertisers stop advertising, it's going to bank bankrupt his organisation. And then telling those advertisers to F off would be room 101, Richard, on what not to do in terms of engaging with a really important stakeholder. But I think it is that crucial question on what are you trying to achieve? And that we have seen CEOs previously, for example, our own Michael O'Leary, saying relatively scandalous things, whether that was about locking the toilet doors. But you would have to say his objective probably was to be able to remind everybody that they have the cheapest fares in Europe. So it is that decision on what What's the objective? So you're, you're sort of saying, in, in Michael O'Leary's case, there may well be an objective and a plan. So when he says, for example, the French have never produced a great philosopher, maybe great wine, but not great philosophers, he's not necessarily in, insulting, you know, uh, Michel Foucault or René Descartes <laughs> or whoever it is he's got, he's got a plan really behind it Well that is it and I think part of the plan also is to keep your costs low and some of his costs might be he wants to keep marketing and advertising low so he is a one man advertiser and I think it's interesting when you compare them against uh, their competitors like Aer Lingus I would suspect people listening at home would struggle off the top of their head to name the CEO of Aer Lingus but they can off the top of their head name the CEO of Ryanair Aer Lingus have approached a much more traditional way of marketing and advertising, which is more expensive. Uh, which right. is probably safer because Perhaps. it's less risky as well. Indeed. And it's work, though, as we would have seen for Ryanair. And coming back to Musk, I was going to say, if you were advising him, you'd definitely have the meter running uh, on oh, when, yes, when you're very charging. Much so. Reassuringly but expensive. One of the things that strikes me about Musk is he, he did become, with buying Twitter, uh, the reluctant purchaser whereby he decided he wanted to buy it. He made an offer of 44 billion, which was a massive overprice, then just wanted to pull out and then couldn't. Where someone ends up owning a company that they had already decided they wanted to pull out of owning, has he kind of maybe just mentally switched off yeah. and kind of almost commercially given up? You would think maybe it would look that, particularly where advertising spend is going to be the, the lifeblood of this organisation and then telling the likes of the CEO of Disney where to go, I think is 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 certainly um, going to be questionable. He does have a new CEO in there, Linda Iaccarino, who's going to have her hands full managing this business and then managing this owner. What about where you have a client, a business person, it could be a politician, let's say a business person who, a bit like Musk, just sort of goes off on one 
What, how, how would you handle that? I mean, do you try and tame them, tell them not to say, better to say nothing rather than some of what they're saying? Yeah, you're, you know, it is the cliche that loose lips sink ships and that you're better to say nothing um, if you don't have something good to say. There is the challenge that people find where, for example, they may be utilising Musk's platform like Twitter, where you're trying to boil things down to a short couple of words or also that you're trying to do it in a very fast way. And you're better, you know, the cliche again is you're better to be slow and right than fast and wrong. So there is that piece on really that aspect, but also like who is the audience? Who are you trying to reach and what is your objective? Joe Biden has made <laughs> lots of gaffes over the years, but and again, it, it, it's not so much that he's got a plan or doesn't have a plan. It's just a simple old fashioned gaff. Donald Trump, when he says something controversial, he often then doubles down on it. Yeah, well, I think if you go with the Biden thing and Biden's going to have to be very careful in this next election because something that would have seen as charming and endearing now may contribute to people thinking, okay, he is now too old to it and we do too old for the job and we do know 70% of Americans believe that. I think if you look at Trump again, it's very, it's very interesting because in terms of his policies, they didn't differ hugely from the likes of Reagan and the Bushes, but his language and his approach and his tone, of course, changed the discourse in both geopolitical chaos he created, but then this hard in the US as well and I think it goes to show that words do matter but I'm always brought back to the Ed Murrow quote which is 60-70 years old where he says the newest computer can merely compound at speed the oldest problem in relations between human beings and in the end the communicator will be confronted with that old problem and it's that old problem of what to say and how to say it and as we have seen Musk has the fastest platform he can have fastest way of getting out there but he's always confronted with that old problem the old problems always come back to haunt. Owen Tomas McDermott, Managing Director of the Communications Clinic. Thank you very much for joining us on the programme. Well, let's finish with another Ed Morrow quote, because you mentioned him there. Just because your voice reaches halfway around the world doesn't mean that you're any wiser than when it reached only to the end of the bar. There's something to think about. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week. The show was produced by Aideen McLaughlin and Yeti Redmond. Our broadcast coordinator was Kleena Cooley. Mark McGrath was on sound. It's only words, and words are all I have to take your heart away. Thanks for listening. Until next week. Bye-bye. The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you.